0: When science already has ample evidence about phenomena that are firmly excluded from the official picture of reality, winning acceptance requires a grasp of human psychology. The art of persuasion is subtle, but it is also based on everyday experience. Why prove to a man he is wrong? You can't win an argument, because if you lose, you lose it, and if you win, you lose it. You will feel fine, but what about him? You have made him feel inferior. You hurt his pride, insult his intelligence, his judgment, and his self respect. This piece of practical psychology, written decades ago by Dale Carnegie, becomes relevant to the paranormal once you substitute the word scientist for man in the first sentence. The reason that facts are secondary in proving the validity of superpowers is that science, like any human enterprise, is overseen by individuals who have a stake in what they do, and that stake includes pride, intelligence, judgment, and self-respect, as Carnegie grasped. In Supernormal, Radin calms our nerves and our prejudices at the same time, which levels the field. He is willing to call the path of yoga, which is held to develop supernatural abilities, legendary, but he also fixes his stern gaze on science's self-contradiction when it refuses to accept findings that were arrived at through impeccable use of the scientific method. As he wryly notes, if science is to change in the direction of a new reality, teeth-grinding has to lessen over time. But why a new reality, and what does it have to do with levitation, clairvoyance, invisibility, and many other claims that Patanjali made? The simple answer is that the old reality has worn itself out. In a chapter devoted to the Eightfold Path of Science, a play on the Eightfold Path of Buddhism, Raiden looks at the principles that modern science is based upon and shows, quite accurately, that many were exploded by the quantum revolution a hundred years ago, and others have been steadily weakened. Once time and space were no longer absolutes, once physical objects were reduced to whirling clouds of energy and cause and effect turned into a game of probabilities instead of certainties, there was a radical shift in how reality is perceived. This shift is amazingly consonant with the ancient seers of India, and for forty years quantum concepts have been woven into spiritual concepts with voices ranging from a physicist like Fritjof Capra to a spiritual luminary like the Dalai Lama confirming the parallels. Raiden adds his voice to a veritable chorus, but with restraint. His talent lies in returning to basics and finding common ground. Well aware that few people outside the specialized field of ancient Indian studies will know of the yoga sutras and who will blink to see Sanskrit terms like City and Samyama, he travels adeptly between common experience, especially psi experiences of clairvoyance and subtle intuition, and the arcane of mysticism. The goal is to persuade the listener not against his or her will, but with willing cooperation. Remember when X happened to you? Well, the same thing was known to the seers of yoga and has been shown to be valid in the laboratory." Radin's aim isn't to make his own version of reality the right one. Instead, he wants to show that there are more choices than people generally realize, and some of those choices add greater power to the mind, increase the potential for uncovering greater insight, and eventually turn the cliché of you can create your own reality into a living experience. Raiden doesn't proselytize about which version of reality anyone should choose but in his even-handed way he is also insistent that some realities that seem outlandish to science, such as the reality where a person can levitate, are not ridiculous, superstitious, or ignorant. Hundreds of observers have recorded in private diaries, public statements, and sworn oaths that they saw Joseph of Cupertino levitate, among the many levitating Catholic saints, this seventeenth-century figure was alive almost fifty years after the death of Shakespeare, and Raiden makes note of it without apology or second-guessing. Yet this book isn't a wonder-working checklist from the past. It goes beyond the world view in which...